재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, this past Monday, the Defense Ministry announced it will review alternative sites for the deployment of the Advanced U.S. Missile Defense System in Songju uh, upon the county's official request for a reconsideration earlier in the day. Now, the uh, ministry's acceptance for the request seems to have diffused some of the current tensions mounting in Sangju, at least to a certain extent. But it is causing fresh protests from residents now living in Kimcheon County because the residents there are close to this uh, so-called golf course, the Lotte Sky Hill Country Club, which has been uh, bandied about as the most prominent alternative site. So we have a new wrinkle in all of this. And the question is, are the two sides closer to any sort of compromise? Can an agreement ultimately be reached as to this very controversial THAAD deployment? Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We're going to be joined by a military expert in the second part of this discussion. But uh, joining us here in the studio is our good friend from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies, law professor Huang Jong-uk. Professor Huang, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Henry. Okay, so this uh, Lotte Golf Club has been, I suppose, touted as the, the best alternative site for the uh, THAAD deployment. It seems to ch- check off all the boxes, at least from the residents of Sungju's point of view. I know you're not um, a geographer and you're not going to tell me about the tabog- topography or maybe <laughs> even a military logistics expert, but how suitable <laughs> generally is this <laughs> golf club as the alternative for the uh, THAAD deployment? So let me tr- try to be an amateur military expert in this matter. So from the military point of view, my understanding is that what is important is the distance from Pyeongtaek and Busan. And so basically, as long as the THAAD is deployed in the general area that we are talking about, it doesn't really make a big difference. O- on top of that, the golf course, if the THAAD is deployed there, my understanding is that because of the uh, elevation, no major construction is required. So basically, from the military point of view, I think this is just as an acceptable site for the, uh, the Korean Defense Ministry. There were uh, talks about how, because of the mountainous landscape, uh, some of the other proposed sites exactly. would not be suitable for it. Uh, the residents, they certainly did not want it at on that air, uh, ba- that missile base uh, in, in Songju. Uh, and we're not going to maybe get into all the other issues of radiation and all of that. Right. But essentially, the uh, deployment of that if it were to be accepted to be placed at this golf club, um, would that be a problem? I mean, I know that the uh, Lotte Group is not necessarily the favorite chevel of the government <laughs> or the, the public. To say the least, they've, right they've, now. They've, they've been suffering from a reputation, but is that really fair for them um, in terms of the negative image that they have and the idea that they do want to be seen to be cooperative with things generally? Uh, do they have a case to say, well, this is not really something that we would necessarily want in our backyard? <laughs> well, basically, I think Lotte is in is between a rock and a hard place. Basically, everybody knows that they're under intense legal pressure, you know, number of uh, legal proceedings going on right now. And plus, on the other hand, if you look at Lotte's Chinese business, their Chinese subsidiary has about an annual revenue about three trillion mm. won. On top of that, their duty-free business, which gets a lot of business from Chinese tourists, gets about 3.2 trillion won in annual 
annual revenue. That's total over six trillion won. So I mean, you know, to the extent that Lotte is worried about is you know possible Chinese backlash, it definitely would give them a pause and think about this issue. Yeah, that's actually a very interesting and important point that you have raised because um, it's not just a domestic enterprise and they are very uh, largely dependent on China for the revenue. We know that China has threatened, uh, vaguely speaking, in terms of some kind of economic recriminations for this, although uh, the question is how legal that would be is different. But if there are certainly less customers willing to do business uh, from China with Lotte and less um, tourists who want to buy duty-free goods at these uh, Lotte duty-free stores, that could be a real problem. So essentially, just from a purely capitalistic, uh, naked self-interest point of view, Lotte would be within their rights to feel that this is not something that they would want to have, right? I mean, in the very least, they might, they might not want to resist a THAAD in general, but they really might not want their name attached, right? You know, yeah. THAAD deployed in the former Lotte golf course. That's probably not the thing that the Lotte would like to be reported in China. Right. I mean, they can sponsor a baseball team as the Lotte Giants, <laughs> but you say sure. THAAD deployment brought to you by exactly. the Lotte group is not... Uh, uh, something that would be probably really good for marketing purposes. To now, say the least, yep. uh, we, we then get to another issue because, okay, the Hangzhou residents, uh, they've been angry. Uh, there have been some clashes uh, with protesters and, and security officials. There's been violence. Of course, uh, there's been a lot of heated rhetoric uh, on both sides, uh, angry at the government for this decision. But really now it's become, and we've seen that with the whole uh, debate over the uh, the nuclear waste uh, site with the residents of Gyeongju and then, of right. course, other candidates. He's this classic NIMBY. Not in my backyard. So what we see with the golf course is that the residents of Kimchan, which is technically a different county, but they're actually very close to the area where this proposed that site would be at the Lotte golf course. Now, I guess no surprise, they are vehemently opposing uh, the deployment there. Uh, What what are their major concerns and is this just basically a repeat of what we're seeing from the Sungju residents? I think so. I mean, it seems that the main animating force both in Sungju and now happening in Kimcheon is the so-called possible adverse public health consequences of having uh, having these radars around. But mainly, I think there are a lot of wild rumors that are going around that are unsubstantiated. I think if you just look at the science of electromagnetic radiation and so forth, as long as you're within you know, some reasonable distance, might not be 100, 100 meters as the defense ministry says, but it's probably you know, something less than a kilometer or something along those lines. You know, I, I think the public health concern is overblown. Uh, having said, I mean, you could make an argument that, hey, deployment of that is not even the best national security policy. But while you can make that argument, it doesn't seem to be the main animating force of the opposition that many of these residents are uh, basically uh, uh, mounting against the government. Yeah, I have found it interesting that the... Uh, the non-scientifically backed reason has been the strongest or the most compelling reason because you can say we don't like it because of national security purposes. Yep. We don't like it the fact that we might actually be a bullseye target right. potentially uh, from uh, in enemy forces. We don't like the uh, the idea that uh, China might have a, a you know a, I guess a negative image of this region of the country. But it's that uh, whole radiation issue which really has kind of been resonant here. That being said, it doesn't seem like this is going to be an easy issue to solve. We've had the prime minister right. physically go down, the defense minister go down there, the president uh, in her public statements trying to convince the public that this is the thing to do. Uh, the opposition politicians uh, are, to a certain extent, pretty much opposed to the decision to deploy that in the first place. So I guess the question is, 
if they don't come to any kind of amicable agreement right now, is it possible that this dispute would extend through this year and then if we talk about 2017 actually become a campaign issue because again the cliched lame duck status of this current president regardless of what other parties in power next year is going to probably have a bit of political pressure to revisit the entire issue no well i mean it looks like the issue will live on for at least a few weeks if not a few months but personally I kind of doubt whether it will be a serious campaign issue and there are basically two reasons for that. One is that looking at Senate Party, I mean they have zero incentive wanting to keep this in in the news cycle. That's their incentive and on the main opposition side the the Minju Party more or less their current uh, status is to let's maintain this so-called strategic ambiguity and we are not really going to be against it but we are not really going to be for it. As long as Kim Jong-un is in charge though, right? Right, but it also, it seems like you know his influence will live on for at least you know foreseeable future, and I you know don't quite see Tomin making a complete 180 turn and say okay we're going to be anti that party. Somehow I doubt that that will actually happen. So looking at from those two main incentives, I I, mean, I have a feeling that whatever the campaign issues will be will be whatever the hot button news cycles are going to be, and the third uh, I expect will be sort of fade away. Yeah, I, I've remarked on this uh, in the past, but uh, it's amazing because, and I know that there were strategic military uh, reasons and maybe to a s- smaller extent some political calculations as to choosing Songju County. But yeah. can you imagine the backlash in the upper right now if they had chosen, let's say, a region deep in the heart of Honam? Right. Count Honam, right? Because of the fact that there are those uh, kind of damaged political feelings, exactly. uh, that regional rivalry and this government being perceived to be historically favoring of the uh, Yangnam region, that that could have probably, at least from the opposition point of view, really had made this a a very, very uh, difficult issue, uh, much more than it is uh, right now even. Let's take a short break. We're going to discuss this, uh, maybe get some military analysis uh, from this with Professor Pakirak. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.